I let him know, like, oh, this is the date that I'm going to be leaving. I'm going to be going full time. I have, you know, some money, low money set aside. And I was happy with what I had set aside to do it. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yo, I got uh, a quarter million. I'll give you that. I'm like. Listen, man, don't play with me. I'm, mm. not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not with it. <laughs> you know, I'm not. You see these muscles? I'm not, I'm not, not with it. I'm don't not, play don't with me joke, right now. Don't joke, man. Don't joke. I don't even like you know. <laughs> let's let's start right now. Let's do it right now. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Calvin, the new trader, checking in. Another Grand Slamming episode. Listen, we in the studio, so you know we got a special guest that has flown into Miami today. He comes all the way from Canada, y'all. Flew over a thousand miles, I believe, to be here in this studio and sit down and have a conversation with your boy on the Forex Beginner Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Emmanuel in the building. We're talking live free FX, baby. What's going <laughs> on, man? What's I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. How you, you doing, man? I'm good, man. Yes. I'm good. I'm good. And thank you for coming. You brought your wife. She's yeah. here with you. Absolutely. I appreciate that, man. Absolutely. How does it feel, bro? How does it feel, man, to be here? It feels amazing. You know, it feels amazing. You know, it feels amazing. I've been in my trading journey now for the last eight years, and I'm, you know, grateful for the journey itself. But a lot of the things, you know, I kind of manifested. Mm. You know, I, I manifested. It's like I would you know, just, like, talk, my, like, sitting at a podcast. Like, I've had a couple of other podcasts, been like some smaller podcasts and whatnot, but, like, I just, I just enjoy conversations. I just enjoy talking about, like we said before, you know, passionate, you know, like being anything you're passionate about. You just, you know, you talk about it. So, you know, you telling me to come on the podcast or send me the invite, you know, was this is perfect. You know, yeah, this, man. This was great. You know, I love, you know, the work that you're doing and, you know, just how you are as a human being and the, the level of, like, how genuine you are. And to me, that's something I can connect with. There's a lot of, you know, gotten invited for certain other things. You know, I'm not, I don't care if it's, if it's, if I don't connect with it, you know, mm -hmm. so... So, but this, I, I love what you're doing. I love what Man, you're doing. And I'm on. glad to be here and I'm glad to be sitting here. And, you know, I just want to, you know, be a value and be a service. Yes, man. First of all, thank you for those kind words. God is good, man. Like, you know, this podcast was just, in the beginning, it was just me, new, new trader, struggling, trying to navigate this new space and trying to figure it out. And I'm just like, man, one thing that I see that's, that's missing is nobody's well at the time from my perspective i didn't see anybody talking about the journey from a beginner's point of view like the struggles and all that stuff and i was like man i want to do that like i want to put myself out there so that when i do make it quote unquote make it right mm -hmm. um that people can have a a trail to follow and, and and just see that it is a journey right Absolutely. so talking about that you are here in Miami, you know, y'all pulled up in a G-Wagon, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, nothing, you're that's doing just... some great things, man. I see you giving back in your local community. Yeah, yeah, I see yeah. you cashing out on that gold, you know what I mean? Gold, gold Trading is, that's, gold that's, like that's crazy. It. That's your baby right there. That's, that's your second gold. baby, right? Go yes, That's the mistress. Yes. It's gold, the mistress that you permit? Okay. So <laughs> I want to talk about getting funded. And one of the biggest reasons that we don't pass funded challenges is simply because we violate our daily drawdown, right? When 
you're getting ready to go through a challenge with a prop firm, one of the major rules are you can't violate the daily drawdown. And unfortunately, we hit that mark. And why do we want to get funded? Like, why does this mean so much to us? It means so much to us because we want to use this skill set to buy back our time. We want to be able to make enough money from this skill set so that we don't have to spend time working for money, doing something that we don't like to do. And for many of us, we got so many beautiful family members, so many people that love us, so many people that we love that we want to spend more time with and do more for. And Forex is definitely the way that we can get to that capital that will allow us to live the life that we want to live. So I want to talk to you today about Blue Guardian, the prop firm. And what I love about what Blue Guardian is doing is they have this thing called the Guardian Protector. And what the Guardian Protector is, is it protects you from violating your daily drawdown. So what you can do before you even start trading, you can log into your account, your prop firm challenge account, and you can set a limit at 1%. 2% negative, 3% negative, and you can protect yourself from hitting your daily drawdown. Now, one of the biggest reasons we hit our daily drawdown is because we get emotional after a loss and we want to raise up our lot size. We want to get back in there and revenge trade. Well, guess what? Blue Guardians, Guardian Protector now allows us to combat that by already setting a limit in the market where we can't go past that limit. So it allows us to protect ourselves from violating that challenge account and it gives us the ability to live to trade another day. So listen, today we're going to give you 10% off on your next challenge, courtesy of Blue Guardian. Link in the description of this podcast episode. Enter coupon code NEWTRADER, the number one at checkout. You're going to get 10% off your next challenge. Let's get back to today's podcast interview. The thing is, you know, when we started dating, yeah. <laughs> um, it, like gold was, even Forex, you know, mm -hmm. we call it Forexia. Ah, you know, I love Forexia, it. Because I, I was like, Listen, like this for me, it's like I gotta, I gotta make something of myself. Yeah, I gotta find. This is something I just, I graduated from college at the time, and I was thinking of doing a degree in criminal justice. And I'm like, you know, this is not. I don't care for this. Mm -hmm. You know, this is not something. The life, uh, whether you know, I go into policing or something like that. Like, I don't see myself in uniform. I like one. I'm gonna be making sixty thousand dollars a year at the time. That was great money. Yeah. Now that's you can't even survive off that. Mm, come on, right? So I was like, I need to create a different path, and um, and and yeah. So it was just more of like I I found trading right at that pivotal time in like 20, 2015, I believe, right? And it was just like, this is it. Wow, this is it. I had a guy. Uh, I, <laughs> I was uh, I was bouncing at a club. At the time, I've been big for 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 yeah, a while, bro. even, even yeah. before. Bro, you <laughs> got to drop some some gems on I, us. I, yeah, that, you know, that, hey, man, that's body that. challenge individuals like myself. No. You got to drop some gems on yeah, us. Yeah, All right, yeah, well, go yeah. ahead. But um, but no, I was bouncing and bouncing. One of like the head bouncers at the time at the club I was working at, he was like, "Man, like you know, um, I got this thing that you know I do, and it wasn't big on social media then. You know, there wasn't a lot of people talking about it. Like it wasn't it wasn't as big." as it is now on social media 2015 it was just it was still brand new and being a black guy who did that it was like weird that, it was weird mm -hmm. you know because it's like like you, when you look at wall street and the stock market it's it's for you know a different crowd yep. you know it's not for it's not for guys like it's not for black guys it's not yep. like we don't have the knowledge or the understanding you know it's even intimidating at the time Absolutely. so for me to meet another black guy who was like yo this is, I know this, I can teach you this. At that pivotal time, I was like, I'm good. I'm doing it. 
I'm wow. doing it. I'm doing it. I couldn't sleep that night. Picked me up at 6 a.m., showed it to me. It looked like Chinese, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On, on the screen. But um, I just knew. I felt in my heart. You know, I, I'm very intuitive and I'm very, you know, connected with my, you know, just like, you know, how I feel inside. Mm-hmm. And, you know, something told me, like, you know, you're going to be doing this for a while. And this is this is gonna be a journey, and um, and yeah, and 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 the rest was the rest was history, man. That was eight years ago. That was eight years ago. My goodness, yeah, that was eight years ago. So tell me this, you. So at the time, are you guys dating at the time? Are you married? Are you engaged no, no, at the time? No, no, we just started dating. You know, okay, we just, we just started dating so at the time. So it's it's you. You're living alone at that time. Yeah, I was living okay. in a five hundred dollar apartment. Okay, <laughs> in a so, shared in a shared space. Okay, yeah, boom. Yeah. So you're bouncing at the clubs. Yeah. Up all night, you doing the vampire stuff, right? Bouncing at the club, working security during the day. Wow. And while so like I'll do like twelve hour security shifts. Uh huh. Yeah, and and uh, at the college I graduated from, because I'm like, you know what? Maybe if I'm gonna go be a cop, I should still. You know, still work towards getting the experience, and security was just a way to do that. Mm-hmm. So he did security, did the clubs um, at nighttime after my twelve-hour shift. Met this guy, still kept bouncing, still kept doing security. And what changed now is while I was working security, I'll take my laptop and find somewhere and just learn. Mm. You know, and just in my on my break, you know, when I'm not patrolling. I'm just looking at the charts. I'm just looking at the charts and just studying and you know taking a you know taking some trades whether it was demo whether it was small little, but what changed what changed everything for me was I made you know and and I I think I heard Cubank say this it, like he made like a thousand dollars you know but for me it was like I made a thousand dollars and it was like demo I made a thousand dollar demo money mm-hmm. and I'm like. And I think I took the trade. I didn't have the knowledge to really, but it just, you can make that much money. I like, saw the potential. I saw the potential. Mm. You know, I saw the potential and I'm like, this, that's crazy. So it's like, for me, like I said before, if I see a potential in something, I just, I focus on it. You know, mm. I focus on it. And the funny thing that's kept me going in my journey is it, it trading kind of changed my life in, in so many different aspects. Because the kid that I was at the time, being 19-year-old, influenced by certain things, you know, like certain aspects of our culture, you know, pants, you know, like just the way that I carried myself. I couldn't even communicate as effectively, you know, as 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 uh, as we are right now. Yeah. Um, and 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 yeah, like it just it just made me want to want to become better. So what I did, I just started learning. Doing security, learning, trading, and I did that for four, essentially four years until I went full time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So what was the first two years like? Because a lot of traders like myself, we're in a confused state those first two years. We're trying to figure things out. Mm -hmm. We're like, okay, I tried this, made a little profit, but then the next day I lost it all, right? Absolutely. So what was that first two years for you? And how did you deal with that confusion stage of just feeling like, man, I'm just lost in the matrix with all of these strategies and all of these different approaches? Um, The the first two years mm-hmm. was terrible. Mm. It was terrible. It was, it was terrible. Probably the first, actually the first three years of it was, was extremely difficult. And 
one of the things that I always um, reference to, and the reason why I was able to keep going, you know, in times of difficulties was I had to find a different source of motivation. Mm. Because trading was so difficult for me because, you know, after, you know, probably three years, two years into it, it's starting to pop up on social media now. Mm. Right? You're seeing traders making money, driving Lambos, doing things, traveling. So you're like, man, I'm putting in this work and I'm not there yet. And you silently putting in that work. And I'm silently yeah. like, you know, you know I'm, you're doing what I you know do. I'm yeah. doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. You know, I know what I'm supposed to be. And it's like, I am making the kind, like, what, what is happening? What's yeah. going on? And um, there's a quote that I always reference and, uh, or a story of the Chinese bamboo tree. Mm. You know, the Chinese bamboo tree is, uh, I guess, Chinese bamboo. When you plant it, right, uh, it's, you cover it. You got to water it, I believe, for five years. You got to water it. Keep watering it every single day. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't grow. So you plant it and you water it for five years and you don't see nothing. You don't see absolutely nothing. Okay. Nothing. Imagine, ima imagine, going. imagine going outside, watering your Chinese bamboo. Your neighbor comes out. Man, you've been doing this. You've been watering this for like the last three years. It ain't years. gonna happen, bro. And it ain't happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, because in life you're gonna have people like that. You mm -hmm. know, who are gonna tell you stuff like that, and you just like. Kept keep watering. In the fifth year, the Chinese bamboo tree grows ninety feet tall in three weeks. Whoa! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something relatively, yeah, something yeah, relatively yeah. Long but it just lines. shoots. It just shoots. Up. So five years of being Nothing buried of and being nurtured, buried. nurtured, and nurtured. then all of a sudden in three weeks it blossoms. It blossoms. Wow! It blossoms. And so when I realized, okay, you know what? This is not the get rich quick thing that I thought it would be, mm -hmm. right? Which was, I'm like, when I first, the first year of my training journey, I wrote down in the journal, I'm going to be a millionaire at the end of the year, 12 months. So yes, this is all the things I'm going to buy. That sounds you so know? familiar when you say that. That sounds <laughs> so is, familiar. This is, this is all the things I'm going to buy. I'm going to buy a Bentley. I'm going to buy my mom a house. I'm going to buy a long list of things, mm -hmm. you know? And then... First year rolls around, and I feel like I don't know jack wow. about this game. Mm. I still got so much to learn. My psychology is all messed up. Mm. You know, my trading strategy is not there yet. Mm -hmm. How am I going to do it? Second year, okay, kept pushing, created a vision board, created, you know, certain things, okay. And I just realized, like, man, if I'm going to succeed at this, I need to strengthen my mind. Mm. Because without that, I have nothing else. I have yeah. nothing. I have to empower myself. So I started reading. I started listening to guys like Les Brown. Come on. You know, uh, Les Brown, one of my favorite quotes is, shoot for the moon, and even if you miss, you'll be among the stars. Come on, man. You know, so Tony Robbins, uh, Jim Rohns. I like, and I started a whole mental routine where every morning before, when I woke up before I started my trading day, I would listen to these guys. Mm. You know, the first thing it's and Les Brown says, you know, the first, you know, 15, the first 20 minutes of your day, the reticular aspect of your the reticular activating system of your brain is open. So whatever you hear in the first 20 minutes of your day will affect, you know, the rest of your day. Wow. So to me, it's like I didn't I don't want no negative. I don't it's I don't check my phone, no Instagram. I wake up, you know, she's sleeping. Whatever, I'm journaling, reading, listening to something positive, and then I start my trading day.
because there were days where it's like it was so hard. And after taking that loss, which was which is very difficult for a lot of new traders and even traders that I work with now, it's like trading is a probability based craft. Mm -hmm. In order for you to win in this game, you have to understand that losing is a part of the game. Mm -hmm. You're going to lose. And how you deal with losing will affect how well you can win. So one of the things that I had to just, it took me some time and it took me thousands of dollars in working with trader psychologists too in my journey in the last eight years to be able to get the mental aspects of, of the things that I needed. Yeah. But at first, after you work, deposit money in, gone. Work, deposit money in, gone. And mm. it was just like it was just like that for a while. So what kept me going was the work that I was doing day in and day out. I was reading different books and learning about just entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. just learning about personal development and working on my past traumas too. Mm. Right. So trading, uh, one of my favorite books, The Alchemist. Um, I keep hearing so great much. Book, I, I gotta read it. I can, great you book, like the dude. third person that Alchemist. said Alchemist. You gotta if you they are, credit that book. Oh my. God, Third person, that, I that promise book you. Is, is, uh, I read that book maybe like three times a year, wow. essentially every quarter. That good? <laughs> it's that good, man. I got to check it and out. And it's short, too. It's You can get the audio book on Audible. I've read the mm -hmm. book before. So now it's like I just plug it in. Um, if I'm driving, if I'm, you know, like going somewhere in the morning, read like it's four hours, like it's four in, in terms of length. Give it's us like a four, summary of it. Four or five. So essentially... The Alchemist uh, by pa Pablo Arcuello, mm -hmm. Pablo Arcuello um, covers a story of uh, a kid. I believe his name. I'm not going to go into like San Santiago, I believe. Mm -hmm. And he starts off as a shepherd. Okay. He's, you know, he wants to travel. He's a shepherd. And he discovers, he meets this alchemist who tells him that, there is gold waiting for you in Egypt. Mm. And the reason why that happened was because he was having dreams. He was having dreams of and seeing and seeing something waiting for him in Egypt. And uh, he just he just didn't he just didn't know how to like, you know, what this dream. So he went to a gypsy, discovered, OK, this is what I got to do was a little bit hesitant. He's living a comfortable life. He's traveling, doing what he wants, relatively happy, you know, being a, a shepherd, right? Mm -hmm. um, but then he realizes, okay, like, this is always going to be here, mm -hmm. right? I can always come back and be a shepherd, right? I've known this all my life, so why not take the leap of faith? And one of the main things about that book is it talks about when you want something, the universe conspires in your favor, to make mm -hmm. it happen. And as he's going through his journey, yes, a lot of things fall into place. Mm -hmm. Like for me, the potential that I saw when I first made $1,000 just demo. I'm like, wow, this was like, oh. When you start something, you get beginner's luck. Yep. And in that, he got beginner's, he got beginner's luck. Everything was going well for him. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, someone robs him of all the money that he just got after he sold his sheep. Wow. Right? And he still got like miles to go. And now he has no money. So he has to now figure out how he can get to his destination, right? Even though the destination was so close, but yet now so far so away. So far away, yeah. Right? And the journey just, 
continued and it just kept going and going until he eventually, you know, got to where he wanted to get to, learned, you know, how to become like uh, the, the the person that he wanted to be because the journey was so he, he got he learned skills, mm-hmm. right? He he learned how to, you know, uh, like be better with other people and just so many aspects of the book. So it was the gold, the treasure was the last part. Wow. That was the last part. That was a byproduct of other things, but he got way more value. He himself became an alchemist, you know, like he became an alchemist, which was, you know, an alchemist can transform lead into gold, mm. right? So the journey took him from that to like seeking the treasure to now having skills to turn himself into the wind and powerful things. So that's 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 the book. So when you are, every time I would feel lost, you know, and I would feel, man, you know, I don't, I don't know if this is going to happen. I don't know if I can make this work. It would always like, okay, I'll read that book or any other book that I have in my arsenal just to give me some perspective. Mm-hmm. Because we, in life, whatever you're going through, someone else has gone through it, yeah. right? Which is why I love what you're doing here because you're actually giving people perspective and someone who's watching it from home, that's, you know, that's what they're getting. They're getting Absolutely. a different perspective. Yeah, man. Wow. Okay. So first two years were tough for you. Tough, man. Really, really tough for you. Did you have anybody that you could kind of lean on through those difficult moments? Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> my girl, you know, yeah, she was, she was pretty much, she, she stuck with me, you know, and she, she rocked with me and, uh, she, she, she like it's, she was very supportive, mm-hmm. very, 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 very supportive uh, you know, I had some good friends around me as well. Uh, but yeah, like for the first two years, I didn't have it. It was me, man. I, and and the funny thing is, I had some close friends. Mm-hmm. I had some really close friends at the time. We were partying. I would throw parties coming from college. You know, living on my own or relatively, even though it was a shared apartment. But we had, you know, I was throwing parties. I was like throwing really good parties where like kids, college come by, and it was it was lit. Mm-hmm. But those friends were not the friends I could build with because I was like, listen, let's let's do this. This is this is an opportunity for us mm-hmm. to change our lives. Right. We could do this, we could party for the next 10 years and still be broke. <laughs> right? But we can put in the next 10 years of our lives. And if we want to party in between, we can party a party later. Mm-hmm. Right? But party for the rest of our party lives. A party for the rest yeah. of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it wasn't understood. Mm. So I became a lone wolf. Wow. You know, I became a lone wolf. And I, and I just, you know, I said, you know, I'll protect my energy. And until, you know, I met other people who have their own journeys. So a lot of the people in my in my life right now, I consider them very high quality people. Yeah. And, you know, some of them are actors and uh, they, they, they have their craft. Some of them are entrepreneurs, you know, some some traders as well. But to me, it's like you need people who understand the journey. You know, because for me, I, I love to sh- help other people. I love to give, but you can't you can't give too much of your energy or too much inspiration to everyone around you, especially if they're not doing anything with it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, finding people to to connect with. What I did too, which was funny, because when I came up, there were a couple of big traders. You know, you got Q Banks. Obviously, mm-hmm. he was coming up at the time. Shout out to Q. Um, you got uh, some other guys who were 
much bigger at the time. You know, I'm yeah. not gonna name drop because they're not. You know, they're not. They're not doing their. They're not. They're not in the scene no more. Okay, you gotcha, know, they're not. Gotcha. They're not in the scene no more. But they were. They, they were. They were. They were big. Mm-hmm. And to me, it was like, okay, I look. These guys inspire me. Let me reach out to them. And you know, reached out. It took took some time. You know, took some time. But when it came to the city, I got. I'm like. Let, 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 I was also a personal trainer, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, like I'll, I'll show you how to box. One of them was into like you know more time. I'm like, I've been boxing, and I've been boxing for eight years now, so um, or nine nine years now probably. But at the time, I'm like, yeah, let's 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 get some work. Absolutely. So I provided value. I mm-hmm. found a way to you know provide value just to, in the session. I'm like, give me some game, man. You know, like, give, <laughs> give me give me some game. Drop a nugget. <laughs> you know, drop drop. Yeah, you know, yeah, what yeah. books? <laughs> You know, what book can I read? You yeah. know, give, give me something, anything, you know? <laughs> he, I love it. You know, he saw how hungry I was, yeah. and he's like, okay, you know, um, you should come out. We're going out tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going out tonight. So I showed up, came out, and I saw, you just, you just, you just see how people are living. And to me, it's like, I don't care, you know, what, what people do or whatever the case might be. To me, it's like, it's really important to expand your mind to see what's possible, Cause when I talk to someone and they're like, "Yeah, you know, I just want to be able to buy a house and um, just like, yeah, do that." It's a great goal. Yep. It's a great goal. It's a great goal. But as as a man, you know, like you can still tell that there are certain things that are not your your mind haven't been expanded. And that night, I I left. And then, funny enough, that this is so funny because. And this is the thing. Always know your place. Mm. Always know your place. Yeah. Always remember where you where you come from. Mm-hmm. And I'm there partying with these guys. Like they're bottles, but they're like, "Yo, we got like come up. We're going up. You know, we're going up to the condo. <laughs> we're leave. You know, like you should come up. You're like you're a fun guy to be. Okay, cool." I'm like, "Yo, I gotta wake up tomorrow morning and trade, brother, because I'm not at your level yet." Mm. I'm not. I'm not there yet. That's so. It's like one of them didn't like it. <laughs> one of them hated. It was like it was almost like a diss. But the other one, like, like you know, standing outside, girls, you know, waiting to go. Going. <laughs> so it's like waiting to go back to the spot. I'm like, I, I, I gotta go home, bro. You know, I gotta go home. And I gotta wake up in the morning, and I gotta, I gotta trade. But you know, thank you, you know, for thank you for the inspiration. Thank you for the journey, man. And 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 yeah, and and I had a couple of other traders that I also reached out to as well. Yeah, that you know did the same thing. We went out, just showed me, okay, you know, if these guys are doing it, because I believe in proximity. I agree. I, I believe if you have other people around you who are doing well, you're not gonna want to sit down and wallow in your defeats. Never. Which they will come as mm-hmm. warriors. You're 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 moving through your path and it's like you're gonna you're gonna take else mm-hmm. and having people who are you know some of my friends when i'm losing they're winning right and when they're losing i'm winning and sometimes we're winning together right but it, it kind of like it gives me okay you know i can't i can't sit here you know while my homie he's doing things you know mm-hmm. he's he's moving and it's not like we're pocket watching or anything we're just inspiring and motivating each other yeah. right and that's really what it's about I love that, man. I I really think that that is the key to everybody's success. And I think the reason a lot of times we allow 
situational things, which we all go through. We all have deaths and families. We all have breakups. We all have arguments. We all have whatever the case may be, hiccups that pop up, sickness, whatever the case. We all have these unvoluntary disruptions in life that take place, right? Absolutely. But what separates the people that are successful, the go-getters, the people that overachieve, that push past, is because they have exposed themselves to greatness. Mm. And when they feel like caving in, they reference that greatness or they go get around that greatness or they pick up that book. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And they get in that mindset. Mm -hmm. And hearing you say that, that has been like, that's something that Q did for me recently. Like Mm -hmm. once we did the interview and we talked, he was like, yo, I'm having something at the compound, like come by. Mm. And for me, like I'm not really a car guy, mm. you know what I mean? Like that's not the first thing I'll put my money into. Like mm. I'm more like a homebody, so I would definitely put a lot of money into a house before I do a car. Absolutely. But he loves cars. Yeah. And so when you go to his compound and you cars. see millions of dollars worth of cars yeah. where he puts his fruits and labor in, right? His grinding in and you're around that and then the other people that's in his circle mm-hmm. bring their cars. It's like, that it's, creates belief now. Absolutely. So it, it it's like, yo, it's possible mm-hmm. with this skill set. Mm-hmm. You just got to stay down. Mm-hmm. And whatever you want, for them it's the cars. For me, it can be the $25 million like mansion on South Beach. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Whatever the case may be. Absolutely. For a person that their thing is, you know, changing the world, for them it's sending $10, 20000000 million to a country, to, to Africa to build schools or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But when you're around greatness, it hits you, bro. It it's off. on you. It rubs off. It rubs off. And rubs when off. you're in the environment of it, yeah. it sticks with you forever, bro. Absolutely. Because you know if you give in to whatever's trying to stop you, mm-hmm. in the back of my mind, I'm like, I bet Q up eating right now in the market. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I bet Q up doing a business deal somewhere, mm-hmm. adding another meal to the table. You know what I mean? So in that right there is, I think, the game changer, you know? And hearing you say that, like, I'm just like, yeah, man, it mm-hmm. really is. Mm-hmm. Proximity is everything. It is. So let's talk about year three, four, five. Mm. What's happened? Well, okay, let's let's back up because you said one, two, and three were kind of difficult. Mm-hmm. Let's go to four, five, six. Mm. Let's go to four, five, six, seven, and then we'll get into – this year, yeah, what's going on yeah, at eight? Yeah. So let's go four, five, six, seven. What starts? When is that aha moment, that breakthrough starting to come through for you? Uh, for me, it. So I'm still doing security. Okay. Essentially, I'm still doing security. What year is this? By this the way, this is like let's say three going into four. Okay. Three going into four, still doing security. Okay. Um, you know, getting better as a trader. Mm-hmm. Um, not losing every single trade I take. <laughs> I love it. You know, not losing every trade, making making some. Uh, you know, making some moves, getting better, getting more confident in the skills and the work that I've put in myself and just overall in, in trading. And as we get into kind of like, okay, close to year four, I'm like, man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make a move now. You know, my goal has always been to be a full time trader to do it for do it for a living, to to do it to the to the way that, hey, this is this is your career, this is your job. But in trading, you need capital. Yes. And I came up at a time where, hey, you don't have these funded companies and all that stuff. So to me, it's like, okay, I had you know, myself, my capital. I don't have any rich parents, you know, anyone, you know, supporting me or whatever. So I'm like, okay, what do I have access to? Okay, I can work. 
I can work a lot. I got good <clears throat> good work ethic. I don't like working for people, mm. but I can work well for people, mm. right? And I can put in the work. So I was working. <laughs> I was working. Um, I secure my security. Uh, this I stopped doing security because I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna be a police officer. I started personal training. But one of the skills, I'm still a big guy, so I can still bounce. So, and it's night nighttime. You're with the homies, you know, like some of the guys that you met. So, over the career, I started. Um, I got like head bouncer at this club. Uh, it was a strip club, actually. Uh-huh. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah. It was, Did it was, he get in it, trouble? No. Oh, okay. No, okay. I'm funny. I think this is hilarious. <laughs> okay. Because, because that's the thing for me. It's like when I want something, you can't stop me. Nothing can stop me. You were tunnel vision. I was tunnel vision. Mm. I didn't care. I didn't care because I one one of the biggest things I realized even bouncing was a lot of guys who spend time you know chasing you know the opposite sex rather than trying to build themselves up is you think you're thinking from a sense of lack. Mm. Right. But as a man, I've seen guys in your 50s, 60s come in the club and take the 20 year olds that you can't get in your 20s because they built themselves up. So it wasn't to say like it was a motivating factor for me. It just told me like, oh, I'll be there. <laughs> It'll be there if I grind the next, you know, 10, 15 years, whatever the case might be or however how long I'll still be able to do whatever I want at the end of the day. Yeah. And so while I'm there. I'm head bouncer running, like, you know, running, pretty much running the spot, you know, making decent money, <laughs> like at that time, like 10 G's a month, you know, whatever. They, so it was, it was, it, it was, it was good. It was mm -hmm. cool. I would show up every day with Napoleon Hill, outwitting the devil. You lie. I swear to God. Ooh. I swear to God. I would sit there because you had guys, I'd stand at the door and uh -huh. whatnot. So I had guys like, you know, inside or whatever. So I just sit down when nothing's popping, and I'm just reading, 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 reading. If I didn't pull up with Napoleon, I'll pull up with another book. But know? that was the perfect book in the that, strip club. Oh, yeah. I went in the oh, devil. Yeah. Oh, oh, you oh, laser focused, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. laser focused. I love it that was, book. Was, and the funny thing is, you go there, you see, you see, you're there, and you're looking, and then you realize, like, like, I stand outside and I'm like, wow, like, man, you know, like, shout out to strippers. You know, yeah. like, I, I have nothing, but, you know, when you become desensitized anyways, yep. maybe your first day, your first two days is like, yo, this is lit. But after, like, after a week, two weeks in there, you'd really have to be like, you had, you needed to have nothing going on for you to still be like, whoa, this is super, super exciting. And, and, and yeah, that was, that was the case for some people. But for me, it was just. I was just focused. So what happened was the general manager at the time took a liking. You know, he had great conversations. I didn't know what he was, you know, what he was into, what he was doing. Or like, to me, it's like, I'm like, he's a general manager. He has a job too, but he was actually stacked, you know, had a lot of real estate, you know, portfolio and uh, like 20 condos and just, he would trade in stocks as well. Wow. So, you know, I'll just tell him that, you know, this is, you know, this is what I'm doing. I've been doing it for the last, you know, four years. I'm, I'm, I would have conversations. But what really happened in going, like, I think my fourth year or going into my fourth year, I was like, I found out I'm having my daughter. You know, my daughter, wow. she's uh, she's four now. I didn't even ask if you guys have kids. You have yeah, a, so yeah. So you just have one? Yeah, one? Got, oh, keeping man. that one. <laughs> I'm going to watch I just found out I got another one coming. Oh, man, but congratulations. You, but that's it, bro. That is it, bro. We are done. That is yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got a daughter. Yeah, I got a daughter. I got oh, a daughter. Man, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. yeah. I got a daughter. I got a daughter. So, oh, man. So, yeah, um, I'm like, you know what? This is... Uh, 
Yeah. Um, what, do, what do you call it? Yeah. Find out I'm having a daughter. Okay. Everyone's like, well, now you got to gotta make more money. You got to go get a safe job. You got to. And while this is playing in my head, my passion is like, boy, you got to fly off the cliff now. <laughs> this is a, it's a weird because it's like, you, I think to some degree you have to maintain a certain level of delusion in order for you to attain the success that you want. You got to be, a, you got, I love Conor McGregor Notorious. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you've ever seen that, but when I see that, I like that because for him to become the person, you know, to win all the UFC, he had to maintain a certain level of, he had, he had nothing going for him, but he was confident. Yeah, he was as confident as confidence can be, and to me, that was like, okay, I'm having a kid. I can, you know, now go put myself in a position where I have something safe, so I can take care of the people around me, take care of myself. And my brain's like, nah, it's now or never. Mm. You gotta, you now you gotta do it for her, because why am I gonna be miserable? Because I didn't live my dreams, and then I'm gonna tell you at a later point in time, live your dreams. You know? so <laughs> live your dreams because that's, that's, so that's what happens oh go do whatever you can be anything but I didn't try to be anything mm. you know so to me it was uh, it was just more of like okay bam so I was making you know very good money at the at the strip you know doing uh, you're still also, living by yourself right yeah yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah you do yeah, yeah 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 so it's like I'm like okay cool we're 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 doing our thing making good money um and then I was like I'm going to quit now. I'm going to quit like before like before before she before she comes or went just mm. slightly after she comes. So I start putting money aside. And trading, I'm focusing on my trading, back testing my strategy, getting better getting better as a trader day in and day out, just putting in the work and having meetings, you know, with, with a psychologist I was working with at the time. And um it was funny, a funny story about this was there was a time I went to the bank because this psychologist was so expensive, I'm not even gonna put his. Uh, I'm not Come gonna on. put his name name on. <laughs> and I went to the bank, and the I was so I was so ready. I was so ready to do this. I went to the bank, and I had about seven thousand dollars in it. Mm -hmm. That was it. That was it. And the lady, I'm like, hey, can you transfer this money to this? No, this person, this, you know, it's corporation, whatever the case might be. And the lady at the bank's looks, I don't know if they're supposed to tell you this, <laughs> but she wasn't supposed to. She wasn't supposed to. She's not supposed to make a comment like that. Mm -hmm. But she's like, but that's all you have. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh! Like, but, but that's all you have. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I know. But like, can you do the transfer, please? Because <laughs> uh, to me, it's like I was hungry. Yeah. I was you willing to. It, bro. I was willing to do whatever it took. And to make sure I being the edge in the market was right. Mm. All right. So did did that. Now I'm like, okay, putting money aside now. I want to go full time trading. Wasn't anything crazy. Talking to to the guy um and uh who becomes what well, well talking to the guy at the strip club, general manager, and yeah, you know, I'm gonna quit. Um and he's like, Oh man, it's crazy. And he's like, What are you gonna do? Like, yeah, I'm going to go be, you know, full-time trading and, and whatnot. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. So one day, I show up there and shows me, like, a gold trade or, like, a gold chart. So I'm like, yeah, you should you should take this trade. You tell him that? Yeah, I tell him. I'm like, yeah, take this trade. And he's like, oh, like, 
a demo like uh, that thought it was like you know playing because i know he has a stock portfolio he's just trying to dabble into trading and and, and like forex um so and he's like it gives him okay took the took the trade and the trade in my head i'm like it wasn't like you know like it to me i, I didn't think i wouldn't taking the responsibility for it if i knew that it was like real money Oh, so yeah. you thought he was in demo? I thought he was in demo. But he had a real account. He had a real account. Oh. He gave it to me. He's like, yeah, put the trade in. Mm. The trade ended up making $20,000. Yeah. Off oh, you just saying, <laughs> just, yeah, 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 it's just, good. Yeah, just, just good. go. Just good. So, mm -hmm. he, so I come the next week. Um, I didn't see him for a while. So I'm next week. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know that trade. You know, made made. I'm like, oh, yeah, I saw it. Like, obviously, I saw it. I, know, I knew it play out. Mm -hmm. um, he's like, oh, it made 20 grand. Twenty grand, like fake or like, yeah, not real. <laughs> mm. oh, wow, dope, man. Good for you. Yeah, you know. And to me, it was like, yeah, you know, it was just more confident. Like, yeah, you know, I, I know, I got the skill for it, so go. I ain't tripping. Mm -hmm. And that was that was just that was just, I didn't want anything for it. Mm -hmm. And then a couple of weeks goes by. I'm getting closer now to having to to lead to leaving. Mm -hmm. And. I let him know, like, oh, this is the date that I'm going to be leaving. I'm going to be going full time. I have, you know, some money, low money set aside. And I was happy with what I had set aside to do it. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yo, I got uh, a quarter million. I'll give you that. I'm like, listen, man, don't play with me. I'm, mm. not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not with it. <laughs> you know, I'm not. You see these muscles? I'm not, I'm not, not with yeah, it. I'm don't not, play don't with me joke, right man. Now. Don't joke. I don't even like, you know. And he's like, I'm not, I'm, I'm serious. Mm. I'm serious. I'm like, really? So what I had done in between this period, because I believe as a trader, you are the edge. You have to, trading is a reflection of you. Mm-hmm. You know, and it has a way of bringing out some of your past, you know, traumatic events that's happened in your life, and and it's it's gonna play out. If if you want to, if you want to be right, you're someone who's like, yeah, you know, I'm powerful. Trading is trading is gonna it's gonna torture you yeah. because you're it's gonna humble you a lot. And I realize a lot of these things, and I'm like, you know what? If I'm gonna be good for myself, for my daughter, I need to take a trip. And I took a trip to the Amazon. Uh, to the Amazonian jungle, pretty much right after I quit, mm -hmm. the, the the like I was going to go full time, but I back up before that, it was told me this is his, you know we made an agreement okay this is what's going to happen, and I'm like well I'm going to Peru to do I, I did, for those of you it's ayahuasca right mm -hmm. so I did, I did that I'm also very like Christian but I believe in the universe and I I, I don't mind psychedelics mm -hmm. um, so I was like okay you know what I'm going to Peru uh, to do this to just you know make sure I get myself right for the journey that I'm going to embark uh, go go on mm -hmm. uh, to go on and um, and yeah he was like okay cool when you come back he'll be ready. So I had a like not even a fraction of you know what he you know what he essentially gave me. Mm. So and he was my first business partner who told me essentially what you're saying is like cars isn't your thing. He said business before Bentleys. Mm. You know business Bentley is my dream car, mm. and he's like business before Bentleys. Always make sure you do business first. You get up before you you go buy that car. I drive a Cadillac. Mm. 
-hmm. you know? And it's like, so it's like in the training game, it's like Lambos and, you know, McLarens, those cars are, you know, respected. But, you know, I'm I'm whipping my Cali and I'm okay with that. Absolutely. You know, I'm all right with that. So it's, um, so he's like, yeah, business, business before Bentleys, business before Bentleys. So I'm like, okay, cool. Go have my daughter, right? My daughter, and literally the month after uh, she was born, quit, you know, quit. And everything happened because I took the leap. And the funny thing is the universe saw how ready I was. I was doing it with or without the opportunity that came. Mm. I had made a decision and I said, this is what I'm going to do, right? Whether I fail, it's okay Yeah, because I took that leap of faith. I jumped. Right. And mm. if I hadn't jumped, if I had said, you know what, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to do a safe stick with a safe job and, you know, do something because now I'm having, you know, my kid, blah, blah, blah. I would be miserable. Right. Mm. Definitely miserable. Wouldn't have been, you know, like wouldn't be where I am or wouldn't have got the opportunity that I, because people can feel your energy. People can feel, you know, how bad you want something. And, and sometimes what I realize is like, Sometimes when people have money, wealthy people, they're looking for people with potential to invest that in. Always. 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 Yes. Always. So went to Peru, came back. Mm -hmm. Literally, my first two months, first two months trading full time, I made more than I had made at my job the entire year. In the first two months. In the first two months. And I made most of it in one month. Wow. In one month. Mm. In literally one month. So it was just kind of like, you know, you took that leap of faith and the universe rewarded you for it. You Opportunity know? meets preparation. Absolutely. Man. So when you're trading mm -hmm. that first month, right, mm -hmm. and you see, I'm hitting, I'm hitting, I'm hitting, what are the emotions like? Because I think when we're growing Absolutely. and we're developing, and this is just something I'm still dealing with. When I win, I try not to get get high, but I get high. Absolutely. And when I take a loss, I don't get like irrational low, like, you know, to the point where you start revenge trading. Like I've passed that part, mm -hmm. but I do feel let down a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for you in that first month of full-time trading, were you still a little bit emotional? Like, man, it's really I was, working. I was definitely because I, I, the the understanding I had, the psychological understanding I have right now in trading, um, is pretty good. Mm -hmm. Like, not pretty good. It's pretty like in depth. Mm -hmm. I can break down pretty much a trader psychology in, uh, like the best of them. Right? Okay. But at the time, I couldn't do that. I didn't understand what I was dealing with. I didn't understand. Um, you know, how my brain was reacting to losing and winning and some of the things that were um, that were happening, you know, mm -hmm. how my amygdala would respond to the threat of just the dollar sign on the computer and process, hey, man, you're going into a fight or flight mode and how to manage my emotions, how to regulate my breathing to, you know, um, lower my heart rate. I didn't know any of those stuff. Right, so I wasn't trading. I didn't know any of that until you just said it. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's the thing. So it's like I trade with a heart rate monitor. Mm. You know, and the reason why I trade with a heart rate monitor is because a tra when when traders are, are trading in the market, mm -hmm. um, they see trading as um, they see trading slightly differently than the way the brain sees trading. 
Okay. Right? Our brain is not designed for to, to help us become profitable traders. And the reason why is because our brain is engineered and built for our survival. So when you come into the market and you're looking at the charts and a trade is about to hit your stop loss, maybe you're risking $500 on that trade, goes to $200, $300, right? Mm -hmm. What happens is you start to, okay, you start to anticipate that loss. Mm -hmm. You start to, okay, you take that loss now. What happens is that becomes an attack. Your brain will process that as like as as a as an attack it's essentially like seeing a guy running at you with a knife mm. so your brain will either say fight or flight and depending on your psychological makeup you will most of the time either engage or run away but generally what most traders do when they revenge trading uh, when they revenge revenge trade is they attack mm -hmm. so your amygdala processes fear which is you know part of your limbic system and it's been around for millions of years, right? It's in, in through our evolution. And so trading is essentially seen as even being chased by a lion, wow. right? When you're like, you're, you're training the market, it's like, yeah, it's not just money. It's not just digital money. It, it can, your brain can see that as like, because what happens is it affects your physiology, right? Mm -hmm. Your body starts to, you see a trader who is about to do something wrong, they, they're fidgety. That's they're, so it's true. Same, same guy that I watched the video of the guy who shot Nips, Nipsey. Mm. Shout out to Nipsey Hustle. Mm -hmm. Same thing. He was sitting at the, at the um, uh, food spot, whatever, pacing, 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 pacing. Boom. And then he's like, makes a decision, decision and then he, he goes out and does wow. what he does. So when I talk to traders, I'm like, record yourself, get a biofeedback device. You know, and a heart rate monitor is a great biofeedback device to use because what it does is, is, is it, um, it, uh, it gives you in, insights, direct feedback as to where you currently are in your trading state. So when I have my heart rate monitor, I know my resting heart rate is at 65. Mm -hmm. So I'm good to make decisions. I can trade well. I can make still reasonable and rational decisions. When it gets to 75 now... Okay, I know I need to start regulating myself. And they'll tell me, he's now entering zone two, right? So going to zone two, it's like you need to focus on your breathing, focus on your breathing. If I don't do that, I fail to do that, it goes into zone three. Mm -hmm. Zone three, red. Red, I am just there, there clicking, taking, you know, last, I try, just, I'm in. I'm yeah. in it, right? So that's why, it, but that's your, now your amygdala at zone three is already hijacked, mm. right? It's like, like when you're going into a fight, you get like, you black out. It's like, you don't think of, you just, so your breath work is what stops you from getting hijacked, right? And that's one of the things that I learned when I worked with my trader psychologist, shout, shout out to Randy, Randy Howe. Oh, uh, man, yeah. Randy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. he's going to be coming on the show soon. Oh, man, yeah. Randy, yeah. yeah, Randy, Randy is a legend, Small man. world, Randy, Randy, love it, yeah, yeah Randy, Randy is a legend, Le legend, legend, man. He helped me, you know, he helped me, he helped me a lot. That's he amazing. Helped a lot. He helped me a lot. Yeah, keep going, man, yeah, keep dropping yeah, these yeah, gems. Yeah, yeah, so, 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 yeah, man, um, 
so pretty much that happens in, in your and Randy's gonna do a way better job, you know, at, at giving you <laughs> man, a breakdown. Come but, on, man. You know, pretty much it's just your you need to understand how your physiology affects your trading because traders like to talk about psychology, psychology, be disciplined, be that. And to me, I got to the first year, the first three years, the first four years of my trading, I was reading books like um, what do you call it? Uh, Mark Douglas. What's the uh, trading, trading in the zone. zone? Love it. Great book. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Doesn't do anything for me. Mm. You know, doesn't do anything for me because it doesn't tell me. It's like, how do I be disciplined? You got to be a disciplined trader. You got to be a patient trader. These are all things. But how do I regulate myself in the moment? How do I prepare for my trading day? Right. How do I improve my performance? So I realize that if you are creating a psycho a trading. Um, a trading plan, mm -hmm. you also have to have a psychology plan, which is infused with performance-based things that you have to do, like wear your heart rate monitor. You know that if you are trading, you know your heart rate wants to be, needs to be at 65, 75, um, 65 to 67, 68. Mm -hmm. 75, that's likely, you know, maybe you're in the red, you don't feel too comfortable, right? Maybe you've taken multiple losses, 85, right? If you are now getting to a point where your amygdala is going to get hijacked, you're likely moving closer or too close to your computer. Your your legs, your feet's moving. Maybe you're standing up. You're even walking around, right? Some traders do push-ups. Terrible. Don't ever do that while you're trading, right? Because it just <laughs> increases your heart rate, yeah. right? And so more bad decisions. More bad decisions, mm. right? You definitely want to bring it down. Um, and, and, and yeah, so that was, that, that was pretty much it. You just like learning that, but these are, these, these were things that I didn't, I didn't have, there were very specific measures that, that I wasn't holding myself to, especially even when I went full-time trading because I had some pretty solid months. And then I had some months where it was like, oh man, Emmanuel, you still don't know how to manage yourself. Mm, right. Which yeah. is, you know, where I hired Randy and, you know, uh, and, and, and yeah, like I hired Randy Right after I took a hundred and fifty thousand dollar loss. Wow. Right? Took a hundred and fifty thousand dollar loss, great months, whatever. But the funny thing about that is I started to discover something very specific about myself where I'm not money driven. You know, I'm not someone I'm more value driven, service driven. Mm -hmm. And I'd gone full time trading and I'm like, man, you know what? This is it. So what did I do? What do you do when you're at least where I'm from? You know, it's not Toronto is not the same as Miami where it's like it's very little. Like if you're make you go to the nice restaurants, you go to the clubs, you pop bottles, you do that. Maybe you fly to different places and and all that stuff. And that's just what people do. Oh, new restaurants. Oh, I'm going to the newest restaurant. You do that. Right? Yeah. And to me, I'm like, this is this is not this is not it. But that's what we did. Mm. Go out, we made it, you know, go out, nice, have some great, great nights. But then it just became repetitive. And I'm like, this is what I worked so hard for. Mm, man. Like, this is what I worked so hard for. And it started to affect my psychological performance because I was like, man, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. I can't live like this. I can't trade like this. And trading started to just like my passion for it just started to. To go down because I'm like I'm sitting in my boxers. Yeah, I just made ten grand. Yeah, I just made twenty grand. You know, thirty grand. Now what? You know, 
business partners doing well, I'm doing well, is this it? Is this because there was no value? I wasn't providing any value to myself. I wasn't talking to social media on social media about anything because my mindset at the time, which was a very limited mindset, was if you're making money from trading, you don't need the courses. Right, I'm you so don't need the you don't need here. you don't need the YouTube. I'm so right? happy you going here. Keep you going, know? keep so, going. So that that was my mindset. So I would sit and watch these traders. You know, even like some of the big traders. You know, like that. I was like, I'm making more than these guys. You know, but it's like it's like, but nobody knew me. You yeah, know, nobody, nobody knew what me. nobody knew what I was doing. Nobody knew. knew Grant nobody. Cardone. Mm. Are you familiar with Grant Cardone? Of course. His of offices course. are here in Miami. Wow. He has a famous quote, mm -hmm. and he says, "Best known." product always beats the best product period period if period. nobody knows you exist you, i can have a product that is nowhere near your level i'm i'm gonna make more money than you i'm absolutely. gonna have more influence and than that's you. essentially what happened and that's it so i watched traders who were literally like making posting the 300 dollars trades da, 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 da. and now these guys are wealthy yeah <laughs> you know these guys are these guys are you know so it's like shout out to all of them you know i i i love that like, that's the game of life yeah you know, that's yeah, really yeah. how it is but to me at the time i'm like you know what if these guys are like like i don't i don't care yeah but it started to affect me because i wasn't money driven Mm. I was value driven. I like to help people, like you know, which is why you know, it, like last week or so, we did we did a charity um, thing, which is part of the Lift Free Initiative that I built in because it's something that I love so much. Which is you know, for everything that we sell, there's a percentage that goes towards feeding the I community. I saw that. I saw you know? that. Yeah. And and that's that's really to me what it's about. And I would do that even when I had nothing. Mm. I had I, I, I'm not much of a guy who wears Jordans, but I bought Jordans a while back. Like mm. taxis, 200, 300 bucks. And one day I didn't have much money. I took those taxis, I wrote in my journal, starting the business with God. Mm. I didn't have money to give to a homeless viewer. I took the taxis Boom, I gave it to a homeless man and he thanked me for it. I'm like, okay, I like this. You know, this gratitude, this, what I feel here is it felt good. And even till this day, that that feels way better than $10,000 from trading, yeah. $20,000 from trading. It's crazy. Yeah, It's like going out and feeding that many people, the gratitude seeing, looking at your eyes and, and them telling you like, man, thank you. You know, even with Lift Effects, you know, some people reach out like, hey, man, you know, like, it's like, you've done so much, you know, thank you so much for everything that you've done. Like, you know, this is how my trading has changed. This is how much I made. Like, I can pay rent this month. Mm -hmm. You know, like, that to me is like, wow, like, this is, this, I didn't get that. I was money sick. can't give you that feeling, bro. No, 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 <laughs> Money no, can't no. give you that feeling. No, I, I didn't, I didn't get that. So I was like, this is, uh, so, so as a byproduct of that. My performance started to slip psychologically. Mm. I then I went from being a guy every trade, every other maybe I'll take a small loss, bang, you know, boom, boom. But the minute I started to internally have those conversations with myself, my trading performance just started to slip. It literally started to slip, and I would have days where I'd lose like ten thousand dollars a day, come back the next day ten thousand dollars. Ah shit, twenty. Ah oh, man. And it's like I just like I couldn't I couldn't get it to stop. Mm. So I'm like, we're out of here. So we flew out. Um, you know, went went to I didn't come to my went went to Florida. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, Sarasota, CST. Sarasota, okay, beautiful. So just like out nice there, beaches. For, you know, yeah. out there for a little bit. And I'm, I came back. I'm like, okay, got to work with Randy.
going to work with Randy, you know. So worked with that's where I hired Randy, and uh, and the things the the way the way that like we worked out. I took because I've always been a fan of meditating, mm. and Randy's work is based on meditating. You know, like if heavy on meditation um, and breath work and and all those good stuff. So it was it was like okay, you know, I can I can do this. I can I can do this, but. To me, it was like I love adversity. You know, mm-hmm. I love a challenge. I believe that as a man, adversity is one of your greatest companions. I agree. Without adversity, you will not rise to the standards or to the level. So when, you know, if you're watching this right now and things are not going well, there's a reason. <laughs> you know, it's a adversity is sitting right there. You're broke. You know, you're lonely. Your girl just left you. That's great. Level up. Level up. Level up. There that's that's what it's about. So for me, I took that as like, okay, you know what? I can't. I got to get better. Mm. I love this game still. You know, I've taken L's, but nobody wants to exit, you know, <laughs> exit. You, you, which NBA player wants to exit the game, the league, you know, taking L's, not, not winning. Nobody, nobody, right? So I'm like, you know what? It's a reason to come back for it. Yeah. So I came back. Came back and I'm, I'm doing the work. I'm doing the work. I'm doing the work. This is, you know, like pandemics happening. Um, you know, I'm working with Randy, trading. Doing like, you know, gyms are closed. So I'm like, ah, you know, I got to take up doing like a thousand push-ups, 500 push-ups. Like I was doing the like the Andrew Tate type workouts before Andrew Tate came yeah. on social media. And guys, so not to like, she, she, she observed it. Because mentally, I was at a place where I, I needed to do that. Mm. I needed to do it for like just my, my sanity. Because when you lose that kind of money in the market, you start to feel like, Everybody around you knows. Mm. Everybody around you knows, right? People like you're you're like you're walking around feeling like, yeah, you know, this is you you took you took you you took your out. Yeah. You took your out. So I was like working with Randy, and Randy just, you know, gave me some perspective, gave me, and then I'm working on my my trading strategy. I'm learning now about trade management, how to improve my trade, what are some of the things that like how my personality, how I actually like to trade. So now I swing trade, which is where I make a lot of my money, but I also day trade as well. When and when you're day trading, you can't manage your positions the same way as you're swing trading. No way. You need to actively, you know, do it. And if you're day trading gold, to me, 30 peps. I take 30 peps from the table first, if it gives me, and then see if something runs. So sometimes my day trade turns into, you know, a little bit of a swing trade. Um, but yeah, I, I did all that. And working with Randy, and after a, before a session was done, like three months, I'm like, wow, you know, this, like, things just clicked. Mm. And I literally became the best trader that I, like, because I wrote down a couple of traders, you know, like, that I looked up to. And there's still, there's still some great traders. But yeah. in my defense, I was like, I was, I, I, I was, I was good. Because now I come to the market, I don't have to, I'm not looking for a strategy. I'm always I'm I'm refining my strategy, but for the most part, I know what I'm going to do in the market before I show up. Yeah, you know because I'm looking at things very specific. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know what's the daily bias? Yeah, it's uh um you know, like I'm coming in. I know the time. I'm trading the London session. I'm coming in at seven thirty. This is when liquidity is going to be flowing into the market, right? So okay, if that's happening, the like you know what's the target here? Like what where's price reaching for? Yeah. All right. So once you figure that out, okay, what's your entry? What's your strategy that's going to allow you to execute based on the bias that you have? And if price doesn't, if the market does certain things, right, then you execute. Yeah. Right. 
But my whole training became more of anticipate rather than react. Mm -hmm. And that's the major change for me where it's like I watch the market, I see certain things, okay, cool. And now I feel, I don't feel, I don't have a problem with taking, taking, um, taking losses because I know the sun will shine again. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's powerful, bro. Yeah. So talk to me about your routine now. So you're in the market 7.30 a.m.? Yeah, okay. 7.30. So is it every day or? Every, every, not every day. Okay. Not every day, but I'll probably say like three to four times a week. Okay. I'd say, but generally, if I'd say on average three times because Monday the market's generally setting up. You don't trade on Sundays. Fridays, ideally, if you've had profits for the week, you should not trade Fridays because, you know, unless it's, you know, uh, you have some news coming out on, mm -hmm. on Fridays um, or you didn't, you know, have a, you're, you're still pushing. You mm -hmm. know? So for me, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays are like, you know, my biggest, my biggest days in the market, right? Those are the days where I want to be there. I want to be sitting in front of my computer and, you know, looking to see what's happening. Um, my routine is, so when I'm coming in, I wake up at 530. Okay. That's, right? that's every trading day or just every day period? That's, that's every, generally every trading day. Okay. Every, like every trading day. Um, if I go went out the previous night because you still want to have a little bit, bit of a balance, sometimes um, you might do six thirty or half an hour before your trading session. But ideally, you know, five thirty, get up at five thirty, and um, I like shower, sit down, I do my meditation slash visualization. Always visualizing better wherever you are right now. Visualize. You, you want to visualize more for yourself. Um, I like to also. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, you visualize, um, journal, read, right? Those things. So, I, what are you journaling? What are you writing down? Oh man, I have a I have about a journal for every year of my life since I was nineteen, especially since I started trading. Mm. You know, I'm journaling my thoughts. So, you know, your wife's a therapist. To me, that was probably the cheapest way. You know, <laughs> that that was the cheapest way to for me to express the things that I the things that I felt. Um, you know, I, a lot of my journals at the earlier stage would talk about my trading journey. Oh man, you know, I'm losing. Um, you know, I feel good today. I, it's like I had a winning day. Some days I had a losing day. So I can always go back. And even now, my channel, when I'm making content, I just pull up my journal. Because mm, move I, from I, there. I just, yeah, I move yeah. from there and I look, okay, what was this kid struggling with? Mm. You know, maybe is there. Is it something that someone else is? So it's like, I'll get content ideas from that, yeah. you know, sometimes. And, um, but yeah, so my routine, 5, 5.30, wake up and, um, and, and uh, read, journal, meditate. Uh, do this till about like, you know, like 6, six or so. And, um, and then once I'm done that, people are starting to wake up. You know, people like people like that have the house a little bit more. Okay, it's like, jumping. Okay, so I put my <laughs> headphones in. Now I start to listen to Les Brown. You know, mm -hmm. I start to listen to the Tony Rodgers. You know, it's just more to everything. All every morning, like I'm in the shower. Even when I'm in the shower, boom, I plug some you personal know, development. Some personal, personal development. development. Yeah. You know, That's personal development. Earl Nightingale. Mm, um, legendary. Legendary. Yeah. Like the strangest secret. Mm -hmm. You know, you become what you think about all day long. You know, so it's like guys like that. Napoleon Hill, like they have some stuff. Like anything I can get my hands on, I'm tapping into it in the morning. Right. And sometimes I listen to it over and over again until it gets to about, you know, 7, seven you know, 7.15 or so. Start to sit down and get myself, you know, ready. And, um, and yeah, like I was... 
went in the uh, trade traded community for a little bit as well. Now I'm working on setting it up and you know doing it the way that I actually want to do it. Um, but you know when I was doing that, you know you talk to them, send them some trade ideas, you know make sure all the guys are good. Um, but now it's just more of like okay, you know I'm 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 showing up, I'm focused. 7:30 coming in, I'm looking at the market. Okay. Starting from the higher time frame, always, you know, you want to get your, like your daily time frame uh, perspective. I don't trade the London session, but I like to pay attention to what happened in the London session before I show up uh, in the New York session uh, because it helps me understand um, how the liquidity was or how the liquidity will be, you know, flowing into the, the New York session because you, in the market you have like daily, daily range, mm-hmm. right? So if price is going to go down, um, for the day, if mm-hmm. prices we're gonna be having the bearish day, it because the, the 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 market runs off of transactions that are being made and you know orders that are coming to the market, it has to also give some of those orders in the London session as well. Mm. Especially if you're trading a currency pair like gold mm-hmm. that will move well in the London session. That's pretty. It's pretty big internationally, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so it will move well in it in the London session or maybe just a little bit. And then the New York session, which is also overlapping the London session, is usually you know, where I'm coming in. So if the London session was bearish, okay, I have some idea, look at some market structures and and just look at, you know, okay, can I now find my specific strategy, right? Mm-hmm. And my strategy, what it allows me to do is allows me to take advantage of where I already see price going to. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of traders are great analysts. Mm-hmm. A lot of traders can break down the charts, especially like after two to three years of trading, you're already good. You can already predict price action if you study that. It doesn't take more than that to master, right? So you can look at any charts and say, this is where it's going. Now, finding a strategy that can take advantage of those moves is where a lot of traders fall short, Mm. right? And when you have a strategy that like you can come in day in and day out, that you've collected samples, you've backtested, you understand, right? That's what okay can separate someone you know who wins and someone who lose so yeah. yeah that's you know that's pretty much that's pretty much my routine and you know generally by like 10 11 like i'm done i give myself three strikes so if i take three losing trades um i'm i'm done done. done for I'm the done. day go carry on with my life whatever mm-hmm. i want to do for the day you know if i want to go out i used to care about going out to nice places and working but when you do that for a long time, you don't care about doing that anymore. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, now nah, I go there and I'm like, you know, drinking at like 11 a.m., yeah. you know, eating, you know. <laughs> so I was like, you know, what's the point? I'll just like, I just, I go to the gym afterwards. Yeah. You know? so I go, was just going to ask about that. Yeah. When does the gym come in? Yeah, I go to the gym, you know, mm-hmm. train usually like one, two, train in the gym. You know, my daughter, she's in, uh, she's in daycare, like now junior kindergarten. She comes in with about four um, and yeah, you know, hang out with friends or go do, go do like build a business. Now we're, you know, in, in the YouTube space. So yep. it's like yep. that, that comes, that it comes cause it opens multiple doors. Right. And there are multiple things that you got to continue to do. So while still maintaining my training and, and building that up, you know, for where, from, you know, from where it's going to be, um, takes work and, you know, like takes, you know, you know, talking with your team and establishing, Okay, deadlines and how can we, you know, like what are some of the things that we can do and, and whatnot. So yeah, that's yeah. dope, man. So when you do your your analyzing of the charts, mm-hmm. do you analyze like before the market opens, or is every day you come to the market a fresh, open, blank uh, slate? 
No, I mean, I, I generally have ideas okay. of where, so if you take a look at gold and you can, you say, okay, gold is relatively bearish, you know, gold Correct. is bearish. I think we're going up though. We're going to be going up. Uh, yeah, we had a, we had a, yeah, we had a little, um, you know, we had a little push, but like I'm saying for like the little, um, couple of weeks, yes. you know, like a couple of weeks we've been bearish mm -hmm. and you take a look at that. Okay. So you say, okay, gold has certain targets, you know, to the downside that it wants to hit and you have that on the higher time frame, right? Daily time frame, weekly time frame. Mm -hmm. For me, I no longer care to do any, I don't mark up supporting resistance levels on my chart. You know, um, I mark out like lows, highs and lows. Okay. Right. Those are- Higher highs, high lows, yeah, things like that. Yeah, those, okay. those, those are the only things that I focus on because as um, one of the main concept of our viral video, um, I break down the liquidity concept, which is, you know, uh, concept of buyers and sellers. Mm -hmm. When buyers are in the market, they're targeting, you know, the highs, right? And when sellers are in the market, they're targeting the lows. That's how simple the market is, right? It's very simple to understand, but we try to overcomplicate that because that's those are areas where price is reaching for, like the liquidity areas, right? Yep. If, if the, the, there's never any liquidity area like, you know, anywhere else other than the highs and the lows. Yep. So when I'm looking at the market, I already know that, okay, on the higher time frame, based on the analysis that I've done, we're likely going to be maybe reaching for maybe this support level, right, or maybe this low. Um, now, how can I take advantage of that on the lower time frame? And so when I come into the market, depending on where, like, if you're, depending on, Depending on certain things, you might say, "Okay, this is the strategy, and this is how you're gonna you're gonna play the day." Right? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I generally like to go with the higher time frame. Sometimes I will um, do something else, uh, but there's always a reason. There's always a reason, and you're not gonna win every day. I don't win every single trade. I have, you know, I posted, um, you know, something a while back, and the guys like, "Oh, you know, thank you. You know, you showed your losses and and whatnot." So it's like, yeah, you. Like you have to, you know, yeah. so it's like you, you got to like trading is not because that was one thing that, that messed me up a while back where I like I got into trading and the guy who the first guy who introduced me to it, why I had to become so mentally tough was because as a mentor, you know, shout out to all you guys who are educating people uh, on YouTube and, you know, running your own platforms and whatnot. Make sure that you let them know that, hey, you have losing days. Absolutely. You know, you have losing days because what he did was like, you're weak, bro. Mm. You don't lose. I don't lose. I, I was paying oh. him like two Gs, you know, 225. Like, you know, I was paying him like, you know, broke college kid. Like, well, I was like still paying him money to educate me. And he was just telling me like, I don't win. I, every, I don't lose. Every trade that I take is a win. Mm. So I'm here like. Then what's wrong with me? What's wrong with yeah. me? Yeah. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And it was just like, it was like, yo, like I, I, I need to, uh, I need to, I need to do something. And that, that was that messed with me for like a good year, year wow. and a half. Wow. Because you're there, you don't have a lot of other traders. You're, this is the only person I know. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, and he's not taking any losses, and I'm taking losses every single day or mm -hmm. every other day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so. Always make sure you let them know, like, yo, like trading, we don't win all the time. You're going to lose. This is a craft. It's not a get-rich-quick, you know? So it's uh, it's simple, but it's not easy. The The entry barrier is very low, Yeah. right? But staying here, you know, staying at a level where you can perform is, is extremely, extremely high. Yeah. It is, man. It is. So what are you – so now are you still trading capital yeah. for others? Yeah. 
Okay. So yeah. you're still in that business model. So, it, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. But to me, it's like I'm not very, I'm still very closed off in the sense mm. of like, um, not everyone, I, I don't work with it. I don't work with a lot. Like I have, you know, friends who are like, hey, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, it's a terrible. Don't don't do that. Yeah, don't. yeah. The thing is, I've also I've also had over my eight years. You know, I've also had you know like times where I did that, and I just see like okay, how it is like you know getting in business. You know, with with people who don't understand you know the game or so. To me, it's like I I'm very specific. I'm very specific, and you know my business partner. Um, I'll say shout out to Jay, uh, and and yeah. So it's like we just maintained a level of relationship, a very good relationship and, you know, helped me through, you know, the highs and, and the lows, you yeah. know, and the highs and the lows. So um, that's pretty much, you know, the main, the main, my main focus right now. Um, but outside of that, it's just like providing value and providing service because I know like how I feel and how I perform as a trader is a direct correlation to how I feel as a human being. Mm -hmm. So if I'm not providing or helping anybody in my life, you know, I'm not. I don't feel good. I don't feel good. So, um, so yeah, that's that's yeah. That's it. So how can I start getting into structuring those type of deals if I have investors reaching out to me? Like, how can I go about the logistics of that? Well, it all depends on it depends on where you live. I know Florida. Like, there's a lot. They're they're very like. More relaxed, you know. It's not the same, you know. Uh -huh. But I think it's just um it, it's like setting up your your corporation and talking to finding other people. Like I have other people in my life who are even doing it. The same question you're asking, I'm uh -huh. asking. You're asking who are doing, you know, yeah. who are doing it at a bigger, you know, at a much bigger level, right? And it, it to be honest, it all depends on how you want to do it. And there are many different ways where you can do it. And to me, um, there, I do it in a very specific way that kind of like shows trust and transparency. Um, and I know that there are other traders out there who do it in a, in a completely different way. But to me, it's like the way I do it is like I want you to understand um, the accountability and, and all those things and the liabilities and, and, and all those things as well because it's a slippery slope. Yeah, You know, it's a slippery slope. And this is what I say. It's like. Where dealing with other people's money is definitely not an easy thing. Mm -hmm. You know, there are many days where I've had to make difficult phone calls. <laughs> you know, difficult phone calls, and and that's important. In it to and it taught me like you know the importance of like just being just being a man of your words, just mm -hmm. being you know just being like something doesn't happen doesn't go well. Don't be shy. Don't be. It's gonna hurt, yeah. but you gotta pick up the phone and just be like, "Listen, you know, this is this is where we're at. This is what we're working on. This is how we're gonna take it to the next level and and all that stuff." So to me, it's um, it's it's helped me a lot. You know, it's helped me a lot. And you realize when you are straight up with people, when people know what you do and how you've done it, and you know what you can continue to do for them. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a certain level of respect and a certain level of trust. So uh, the thing is, I can give you like a little bit of a skeleton outline of yeah. how you do it, but it's um, it, it all depends on on you, right? You know, and that's something that we can talk, you know, yeah. afterwards. You Most know, definitely, yeah. yeah. A lot of people come into the industry and they say they want to change. They want to change the game. You know, mm -hmm. they want to change the game. You know, I see. We all have our time. 
everybody comes and at some point in time i tell this to my entrepreneur friends you your time will come and your time will go yeah and i'm extremely grateful to have the opportunity to be here to have my platform um i for me it's just as long as i have something to give that's that's the thing. As long as I have something to give, I'll keep giving, mm-hmm. right? And that's what you know. Live free is all about. Live free is you know a platform where traders can come and they can um, see someone who understands the struggle, mm-hmm. right? Someone who is you know relatively talking at your level, and um, and um, and yeah, just adding you know adding value from from you know from my perspective. I can't speak another trader's perspective. There are traders who are more successful than I am. You know, who have things that will likely, you know, not like I, I can probably acquire in the in the future. But right now, where I am, you know, I'm cool. You yeah. know, I'm cool. I'm happy, and I have enough people in my life that I care about, that I love, and I'm, you know, supporting and providing for. So it's, um, you know, to me that, it, it, like, live your dreams. Yeah. You know, live free. Live free is that. That's the perfect name for. It. I had that. On a, on a vision board or mm-hmm. even a board, I wrote it down like before it was even anything, you know, before it was live free, it was live free capital because, you know, that's, you know, that's the initial, I was working with other individuals and, and you know, like uh, managing money. So now it's live free effects based on, you know, my, um, my, my platform now. And um, so the biggest thing is just adding value. If I continue to have something to give, you know, I will keep giving. Yeah, I will keep giving. So, uh, yeah, that's that. That's it. I love that, man. Yeah. So now this is the part of the podcast where I like to just kind of give you an open chapter here mm. to write and leave something oh. to us mm. as we're growing on our journey. Mm. Write something on this open <laughs> tablet, this open piece of paper, yeah. and leave a message for us that we can look back on this interview and draw from later on. Um, the, the, there's a story, there's a story, uh, there's a story, uh, that I'll share with you, a guy of a guy who watches on the street every day mm-hmm. and he gets this dog always barking, the dog's always barking and he's running, dog chases him. And this happens like all the time, every day. And one day the guy gets sick and tired of it. And he stops while he's running and faces the dog. Mm. And he realizes the dog that was barking has no teeth. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the dog that was chasing him has no teeth. So a lot of us are like that in life. And, you know, we're running scared of things that we are afraid of. And when we face them, we realize that they have no teeth. So I guess what I'm saying here is, man, follow your heart, follow your dream. You know, take that leap of faith and mm. um, don't be afraid to fail, man. Don't be afraid. And even if you fail, uh, like I said, shoot for the moon. If you ever get an email from me or you ever, you know, like whatever the case might be, it always says shoot for the moon. Even if you miss, you'll be among the stars. And amongst the stars. Yes. Les Brown. Les Brown. Miami local as well, yes, man. Yes, Miami local yes, as well. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, my man Emmanuel, yeah. man, yeah, is it. in the building. Yeah. Drop some major gems for those that... Wherever you're at on your journey, if you're struggling, if you're feeling discouraged, if you're in those first one to three years and you're just confused, man, so much great, real, 
Um, just motivation from your story, man, that we all can just take with us. So thank you, man. Anytime. Thank you. Um, before we get out of here, let us know where we can follow you on YouTube, on Instagram, so we can Um, connect with you. Yeah, you can follow me on YouTube. I'm on YouTube and I am also on Instagram, uh, Emmanuel underscore live free. Uh, you can find me there. Uh, and you know, website live free, uh, www.liftfreeeffects.com. Everything you need is is pretty much on there, man. Let's yeah. go, man. You already know, y'all. It's another <laughs> amazing episode. I look forward to running into you at the bank one day, but you cannot meet me there. You got to beat me there with me and Manuel. Pull up. <laughs> yes, you should sir. already be walking out, duffel bag on your shoulder, big smile on your face. That's our way of saying we are all going to be successful. Till next time, God bless you. Take care. I'll let you later. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Forex Beginner Podcast. If today's episode helped you in any way, please click follow on whatever platform you're currently listening to this episode on. That way you never miss another episode. And if you need help on your trading journey, looking to get connected with a group of like-minded individuals that are focused and determined on reaching success in Forex and get access to the trading strategies that I have used to get funded with multiple prop firm accounts, join us in Calvin's Forex Growth Group. It's a one-time fee and you get access for a lifetime.